welcome to the Mindful Soul Collective podcast, a safe space for your healing. I'm your host, Sharina, a counselor, well-being coach, multi-biz owner, and mum. I'm here to talk all things mind, body, and soul. You can expect conversations on mental health, mindfulness, mindset, healing, and whole body wellness. I've completely redefined my relationship to myself and to my life. And now it's your turn. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. We are officially in December. I feel like this year has flown past so quickly. I also feel like I say that every year, so maybe that's just an adult thing, (laughs) but I cannot believe it's nearly time for Christmas, which fun fact, I am basically one of Santa's elves. I love Christmas. I love everything about it. I love the hosting, the connection, the food, the gifts, the lights, the trees, the decorations, the traditions. Everything about Christmas is my vibe. I love it so, so much. And then it's New Year's. And while I don't think we have to wait until a new year to be able to set new goals and make new vision boards and reflect and do all of those amazing things, I do like the idea of there being a slightly different energy to starting a new year and moving into January. But with Christmas and New Year's, of course, there's also a lot of heightened stress and emotions, and there's lots of different reasons for that. There are social and unrealistic expectations of this time of year. You know, we all feel a pressure to create the perfect perfect holiday experience. Then there's financial strain, which I definitely think is a big reason for stress this year. There's feelings of grief and loneliness, especially for people if they've lost loved ones or are physically distant from family and friends. And of course, there's overcommitment with that desire to make the holidays perfect, especially as parents. That usually leads to us committing to way too much, too many things, taking on all of the tasks and obligations, saying yes to all of the events and not having any time to relax and simply be. And lastly, there is also the end of year reflections where we consider if we've reached all of our goals and the things that we wanted to achieve in the past year. I do believe it's so important for us to understand these factors that can contribute to heightened stress and emotions so that we can offer ourselves some more compassion and kindness as we move through Christmas and New Year's because we are still only human. We still experience life, whether it's the holidays or not. So if you're experiencing any stress or heightened or perceived negative feelings and emotions, that's okay. I want you to validate yourself and I want to validate you with wherever you're at and with whatever you have at this moment in time. Now, of course, I'm not just going to drop the gloom and doom side of things. I also did want to give you guys some ideas and some action steps on how to make the most of the holiday season and how to stay as mentally healthy as possible as you move through December and into January. So let's get straight into the tips. Tip number one, ensure you're still doing the basics. If you're not sure what the basics are, they are the core pillars of supporting your mental health and well-being. I did do some episodes running through them more in depth, so if you're interested, head back and listen to those. But the core pillars are eating regular and nutritious meals, drinking enough water, getting enough quality sleep, moving your body, practicing mindfulness, having healthy habits and routines, regulating your nervous system, and having a support team. If any of these are not being done, then there's no point looking at anything else. We really, really, really need to ensure we are doing the basics. So my first tip is to go back, listen to episode three and four and prioritize the basics throughout the holiday season. 
the basics is going to give you the foundation to be able to weather any storms or challenges that come up for you. Tip number two, set and maintain healthy boundaries. Guys, this is so important. We all need to ensure we're setting and maintaining our boundaries over the holidays. When we do have those healthy boundaries, we are protecting our own well-being. We're reducing our stress and anxiety. We're protecting our relationships, not only to ourselves, but others. We're preventing overcommitment and resentment. We are prioritizing self-care and we're empowering ourselves. This is all so important to set and maintain healthy boundaries with others. The first thing you need to know are what are your priorities this holiday season? Take some time to actually determine who and what events are most important to you. For me, it's Christmas Day at my house with all of my family, both on my side and Carl's side. It's a few girlfriends that I really love to see and want to see. It's spending more time with my kids. And this year I'm working through the holidays as well. So seeing my clients, they are my priorities. Once you know your priorities, you then know exactly what you will and what you will not be doing this holiday season. Also, by the way, each year you're going to have different priorities and that's okay too. You will change and adapt, so your priorities will change and adapt too. Now that you know your priorities, it's as simple as saying no to anything that isn't a priority. And when you say no, to be assertive and communicate those boundaries to your loved ones, your friends, your colleagues, your neighbors, to whoever it is. It's also important to set and maintain healthy boundaries with yourself as well. So this could look like creating personal space to recharge each day. It could be limiting your screen time. It could be setting realistic expectations for your Christmas day like where you're going to go, while also being flexible. While setting boundaries is so important, we also really need to be flexible because unexpected situations do come up, especially if you have kids. You know something could happen and all of a sudden there's a spanner in the works. So having a bit of flexibility is really important as well. Tip number three is to practice gratitude. I think we all know why gratitude is so important, but practicing gratitude over the holidays gives us a much deeper appreciation as to where we're at especially if things are feeling stressful and chaotic, which for me, this time of year does feel stressful and chaotic while also magical. If you're able to set up a daily gratitude practice during the holidays, you are going to experience so many beautiful benefits. You will feel more positive even if those challenges are happening. It will counter any holiday stress you might be feeling. You will find deeper connections with your loved ones and yourself. You won't compare as much. Your mental health will improve. Honestly, I could be here forever, but practicing gratitude during the holidays will have a life-changing impact on your mental health and well-being. To practice gratitude, just keep it super simple. Set aside 10 minutes a day and consider three things you're grateful for. But I don't want you to just sit down and rattle them off like a list in your head. I want you to actually sit in the appreciation of each thing. If you're grateful for your family, actually sit there and feel that within your body. What does it feel like inside of your body? What does it look like? Consider why you're grateful for them. What do they give you and offer you? Why are you grateful for them on a deeper level? Tip number four is to plan and organize. You guys know I am a planner and an organizer. It's one of the reasons I'm on this planet, I'm sure. (laughs) And the holiday season is no different. If we can plan and organize our holiday season, you can and will feel less stressed. You'll enjoy a much more relaxed, peaceful, joyful holiday season. And come on, we all want that. Let's be honest. So I have some quick and practical tips for planning and organizing for your holiday season as well. So create a holiday calendar. Have a calendar outlining all of the important dates, including events, gatherings, 
end of school year, deadlines for tasks, everything you can think of, put it into one calendar. I want you to make a holiday to-do list. So this is breaking down any holiday tasks into a to-do list. You can also create categories if you want to go a step further on what's urgent and what's important, and that's going to help you prioritize and manage your time as well. Another thing for planning and organizing is to set a realistic budget. This is a huge one. Determine a realistic budget for you and your holiday expenses. So this is things like gifts, decorations, meals, travel, activities, whatever it is that you do. And then even more importantly, stick to that budget. The holiday season is not about money. It's about love, connection, joy, peace. It's about so much more than money. I also want you to plan for relaxing. So schedule periods for rest and relaxing and for fun into your calendar. Literally put it in there, add it in as an event. And the reason I want you to do that is because if it's in your calendar, you're more likely to do it, which means you're going to be preventing burnout and overall taking care of your mental health and well-being. If you can incorporate these tips for planning and organizing your holiday season, it will be an absolute breeze. So to recap, create a holiday calendar, make a to-do list, set a realistic budget and stick to it and plan for relaxing. Tip number five, seek support if you need it. As we've mentioned, a lot of us feel heightened stress and emotions over the holidays. I've explained some of the reasons this might happen. So whether I listed a reason you relate to or not, doesn't matter. If you're struggling, please seek help. Whether that's talking to a counselor or a coach like me, confiding in a close friend or opening up to your parents or your partner, please know you don't need to go through any of this alone. It might be the holiday season, but that doesn't mean you can't get support and help. Please, please, please ask for help if you need it in any way, shape or form. Tip number six is to have fun. What is the point of any of this if you don't have fun? Of course, uncomfortable feelings and experiences will come up. That's normal. You're a human being, but allow yourself to have fun too, yeah? I hope this episode was helpful. Your six tips for staying mentally healthy during the holiday season were to take care of the basics, set and maintain boundaries, practice gratitude, plan and organize, seek help if and when you need it, and have fun. I hope you loved today's episode. And as always, if you did, please share it with a friend. Leave me a five-star review. It means the world to me. If you need that support over the holiday season, I do have some space left for sessions with me. There are links in the show notes if you want to book in or get any more info on that. And lots of love and support. And we will chat next week. Bye.